Good day. This is The Way Back to Eden's Ministry, a platform that promotes truth. I am your host. I am Bayhorse326. The purpose of this podcast is to inspire this community onto higher heights in righteousness and to turn our hearts toward Eden restored. At this virtual filling station, I am inviting you to come on in and to sit down for a few minutes, listen in, and drink up these words of truth. Right here, right now, you can have your spiritual thirst quenched by today's spoken word. Today, I will glean today's spoken word from the book of Ezekiel. Ezekiel chapter 3, verses 17 through 21. Ezekiel chapter 3, verses 17 through 21. Son of man, I have made thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore hear the word at my mouth, and give them warning from me. When I say unto the wicked, Thou shalt surely die, and thou givest him not warning, nor speakest to warn the wicked from his wicked way to save his life. The same wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at thine hand. Yet if thou warn the wicked, and he turn not from his wickedness, nor from his wicked way, he shall die in his iniquity, but thou hast delivered thy soul. Again, when a righteous man doth turn from his righteousness and commit iniquity, and I lay a stumbling block before him, he shall die, because thou hast not given him warning. He shall die in his sin, and his righteousness, which he hath done, shall not be remembered, but his blood will I require at thine hand. Nevertheless, if thou warn the righteous man, that the righteous sin not, and he doth not sin, he shall surely live, because he is warned. Also thou hast delivered thy soul. I will entitle today's podcast, Israel, are you weighed in the balances and found wanting? This admonition, found in the book of Ezekiel 3, verses 17 through 21, represents the case of ministers of the gospel today. We are living in an evil day. Satan is continually at work to press his temptations among Israel. At first, he presents little deviations from the right. Then after the senses have become accustomed to the slight departure from the light which God has given, he presents another temptation to lead away from former positions and principles. Then, as the mind becomes accustomed to that, he presents a still greater departure from the simplicity of our faith and the authority of the word of God until the barriers are broken down and idolatry in various forms is at home in our midst. God then moves upon those who will declare his whole counsel and charges them, lift up thy voice like a trumpet and show my people their transgression and the house of Jacob their sins. 
yet they seek me daily as a nation that did righteousness and forsook not the ordinance of their God. Those who ought to be humiliating their souls before God will then begin to justify themselves. What an easy, happy time we are having right now. The church is in a lukewarm condition. We are doing well, they say, but lo, here comes these disturbers of Israel. They always create trouble whenever they come. If they only had the sweet spirit, where would the church drift? Were it not for the plain, close, searching testimonies of righteousness to arouse them from their slumber? Israel, are you sleeping? The great day of the execution of God's judgment is soon to come. And this will be the scene. 10,000 times 10,000 were assembled before a large throne upon which was seated a person of majestic appearance. Several books were opened before him and upon the covers of each is written in letters of gold which seemed like a burning flame of fire, ledger of heaven. One of these books containing the names of those who claimed to believe the truth was then opened. Immediately, there are countless millions about the throne, and only those who were professedly children of the light has engaged the master's attention. As these persons were named, one by one, and their good deeds mentioned, their countenances are lighted up with a holy joy that was reflected in every direction. Another book is opened, wherein is recorded the sins of those who profess the truth. Under the general heading of selfishness came every other sin. There are headings over every column, and underneath these, opposite each name, is recorded in their respective columns the lesser sins. Under covetousness came falsehood, theft, robbery, fraud, and avariciousness. Under ambition came pride and extravagance, jealousy stood at the head of malice. Envy, hatred, and intemperance headed a long list of fearful crimes, such as lasciviousness, adultery, indulgence of animal passions, etc., etc. Who will stand justified before God? Whose robes are spotless? Who are faultless in the sight of a pure and holy God. As the Holy One upon the throne slowly turned the leaves of the leisure book and his eyes rested for a moment upon individuals, his glance seemed to burn into their very souls. And at the same moment, every word and action of their lives passed before their minds as clearly as if traced before their vision in letters of fire. Trembling seized them 
and their faces turned pale. Their first appearance when around the throne was that of careless indifference. But how changed their appearance now. The feeling of security is gone. And in its place is a nameless terror. A dread is upon every soul lest he should be found among those who are wanting. Every eye is riveted upon the face of the one upon the throne. And his solemn, searching eye sweeps over that company. There is a quaking of heart, for they are self-condemned without one word being uttered. In anguish of soul, each declares his own guilt, and with terrible vividness sees that by sinning he has thrown away the precious gift of eternal life. One class is registered as cumberers of the ground, and one would ask, who are cumberers of the ground? And a cumberer is one who hamper or hinder as by being in the way of the salvation of others and even of your own soul. As the piercing eye of the judge rested upon these, their sins of neglect were distinctly revealed. With pale and quivering lips, they acknowledged that they had been traitors to their holy trust. They had had warnings and privileges but they had not heeded nor improved them. They now see that they presumed too much upon the mercy of God. True, they had not such confessions to make as had the vile and basely corrupt, but like the fig tree, they were cursed because they bore no fruit, because they had not put to use the talents entrusted to them. This class made themselves supreme, laboring only for selfish interests. They were not rich toward God, not having responded to his claims upon them. Although professing to be servants of Yahweh, our Yeshua the Savior, they brought no souls to him. Had the cause of God been dependent on their efforts, it would have languished. For they not only withheld the means lent of them by God, but they withheld themselves from the service of the Most High God. But these now see and feel that in occupying an irresponsible position in reference to the work and cause of God, they have placed themselves on the left-hand side of God. They had the opportunity, but would not do the work that they could and should have done. The names of all who professed the truth were mentioned. Some were reproved for their unbelief, others for having been slothful servants. They allowed others to do the work in the master's vineyard and to bear the heaviest responsibilities while they were selfishly serving their own temporal interests. 
by cultivating the appetites or their ability, I'm sorry, by cultivating the abilities God had given them, they could have been reliable burden bearers working for the interests of the master, said the judge. All will be justified by their faith and judged by their works. How vivid then appeared their neglect and how wise the arrangement of God in giving to every man a work to do to promote the cause and save his fellow men. Each person is to demonstrate a living faith in his family and in his neighborhood by showing kindness to the poor, sympathizing with the afflicted, engaging in missionary labor, and by aiding the cause of God with his means. But like Meroz, the curse of God rested upon them for what they did not do. And you can find the account of Meroz in the book of Judges, Judges 5, verses 23. Curse Meroz, says the angel of the Lord. Bitterly curse her inhabitants, for they did not come to, to the help of the Lord, to help the Lord against the mighty warriors. They loved that work, which would bring the greatest profit in this life, and opposite their names in the ledger devoted to good works, there was a mournful blank. I want to repeat that for emphasis. Those who are like Meroz, they loved that work which would bring the greatest profit in this life, and opposite their names in the ledger devoted to good works, there was a mournful blank. The words spoken to these were not solemn, you are weighed in the balances and found wanting. You have neglected spiritual responsibilities because of busy activities in temporal matters, while your very position of trust made it necessary that you should have more than human wisdom and greater than finite judgment. This you needed in order to perform even the mechanical part of your labor. And when you disconnected God and his glory from your business, you turned from his blessing. The question was then asked, why have you not washed your robes of character and made them white in the blood of the lamb? Yahweh sent his son into the world, not to condemn the world, but that through him all might be saved. My love for you has been more self-denying than a mother's love. It was that I might blot out your dark record of iniquity and put the cup of salvation to your lips. That I suffered the death of the cross, bearing the weight and curse of your guilt. The pangs of death and the horrors of the darkness of the tomb I endured that I might conquer him who had the power of death. Unbar the prison house 
and open for you the gates of life eternal. I submitted to shame and agony because I loved you with an infinite love and would bring back my wayward, wandering sheep to the paradise of God, to the tree of life, that the life of bliss which I purchased for you at such a cost you have disregarded. Shame, reproach, and ignominy such as your master bore for you, you have shunned. The privileges he died to bring within your reach have not been appreciated. You would not be partaker of his sufferings and you cannot now be partaker with him of his glory. God should have the glory for the unbending integrity and noble courage to vindicate the right and condemn the wrong of all. Such firmness and decision is necessary in the closing work and needed all along as it progressed step by step were you involved in this process. But if with this courage, firmness, and indomitable energy, we should perseveringly cultivate good traits of character such as gentleness, kindness, charity. These graces positively are essential in carrying forward any great enterprise in the saving of the souls of men, but especially the work and the cause of God. And so Yahweh says, Son of man, I have made thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore hear the word at my mouth and give them warning from me. When I say unto the wicked, thou shalt surely die, and thou givest him not warning, nor speakest to warn the wicked from his wicked way to save his life, the same wicked man should die in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at thine hand. Yet if thou warn the wicked, and he turn not from his wickedness, nor from his wicked way, he shall die in his iniquity, but thou hast delivered thy soul. Again, when a righteous man doth turn from his righteousness and commit iniquity, and I lay a stumbling block before him, he shall die, because thou hast not given him warning. He shall die in his sin, and his righteousness, which he hath done, shall not be remembered, but his blood will I require at thine hand. Nevertheless, if thou warn the righteous man that the righteous sin not, and he doth not sin, he shall surely live, because he is warned. Also, thou hast delivered thy soul. This is today's spoken word. Israel, are you weighed in the balances and found wanting? Permit me to pray. O great Jehovah, creator of the heavens and the earth, you who have 
mastered and orchestrated such a great salvation plan, I want to thank you. I am pleading that all under the sound of my voice will plead for their own souls and they will do what you have required of them for the saving of the souls of men. I ask that you'll forgive us for all the sins and the iniquities that we have committed against your righteous matchless name and that we will see our condition and that we will repent and turn unto righteousness and that we will do that which you have called us to do so that when the ledger books are open we will be found on the side of right doing righteousness on the right hand of the majesty of the universe Yahweh please I plead that you will hear my petition on the behalf of Israel and even all those who will be grafted in to this great salvation plan. There are many who don't know you. There are many who are saying that you're not real. I pray that you reveal your righteous self unto them one more time, that they will look into nature and see the beauty and all that you have made so that it will pique their interest in knowing that there is a creator of the heavens and the earth. And they will come and serve you in righteousness. Please have mercy upon us. Remember our frame that we are but dust, born in sin and shapened in iniquity. But you will have a people, the seed of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And I pray that as this podcast goes forth, you will stir up the heart and the hearts of Israel, your people. And that we will repent and run and come and serve you and seek to save our souls and the souls of, the, of our fellow men. Have your way with us today. And may this podcast go far and wide. It's my desire and my plea in the great and matchless name of Yeshua, our great Messiah. Amen and amen. Please note... Today's spoken word and all prior episodes can be found on varied podcast platforms to include Spotify and Anchor FM under the name The Way Back to Eden. All within this community, to all of you, my fellow brothers and sisters, as we part today, I leave you with these words. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, unto Yahweh be glory in the body of believers, through Yeshua, the great Messiah, throughout all ages, world without end. Amen and Amen. Israel, are you weighed in the balance? and found wanting. Have a great day. Shalom.